0: Welcome to the Adkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Adkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. And now let us begin with an excerpt from our Sunday, November 12th sermon preached by the Reverend Dustin Mailman and Timothy G.A. Underwood. God was just
1: waiting on me. God was just waiting on me to call out unto his name. God was just waiting on me to reach out my hand so he can pull me out of that mire, so he can pull me out of that life of destruction. But I thought I was doing what was right. And with the midst of me psychologically being manipulated in the sense, I thought that my intentions were good. And I guarantee you that these children, they thought their intentions were good. But he said, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God's and your sin had hid his face from you, that he would not heal. So when I thought that I was calling out to God at that time, just because I was so knee deep into my iniquity and my sins, God didn't hear one word that I said. (laughs) God didn't hear one word that I said. But on the time that I got apprehended, and I had time to sit down and reflect on what was going on in my life, and I was tired and I was weary, God did hear this. For whosoever should call a man before the Lord shall be saved. When he seen that my intentions were pure, when he seen that my intention were right, and I was ready to get right with him, he heard that call. He heard that one. So when the scriptures say, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. When I said, God, help me, I really do need you. Please help me. When I actually cried out to him with a pure heart and told me, I'm ready to give up this life of sin. I'm ready to deny myself, take up my cross daily, and follow Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. That's when he came down and said, son, I do hear you. So a man slid the Bible to me. Didn't know this particular person in the jail cell. He just slid the Bible to me. So I took the Bible upstairs, and I started reading. And that's when God started ministering to me. And that's where my transformation came from. Faith to faith, strength to strength, glory to glory, from the beginning to the end, for he's the author and finisher of my faith. That's when my journey started beginning. I didn't know that my journey was going to be rough. And I guarantee you, their journey was rough, too. You know, hearing about the children of Israel escaping out of Egypt and... Giving abundance of wealth and land and everything that they could possibly imagine. But them going through their trials and tribulation <coughs> for those 40 years. Because they didn't want to obey the word of God through Moses. They didn't want to obey. So they had to go through these trials and tribulation for those 40 years. But they finally possessed that land. And now I'm finally on the foundation of Jesus Christ. It took me a while to be able to take heed to be able to consider, humble myself before him, for he resists the pride, but he gives grace unto the humble. But I got it right. All ye that have ears to hear, let them hear. I finally start listening, not only with my ears, but with my heart and my mind. See those things which are above, and not those things which are on the earth. So when I start finally listening to him, even though the journey was getting rough, I knew he would be my overcomer and I started seeing myself through it. But it all boiled down to who you are under, your leadership. Because the false leadership, they can lead you astray. Jesus told us the blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, they both fall into the ditch. So we gotta be careful and mindful who we associate ourselves around. Because they can lead us to the straight, to the point that we can be so lost, we can think that we're going in the right direction. I want to leave you with this word right here, and also with this word. When Paul said in Ephesians chapter 4, he said he gave some apostles, he said he gave some evangelists, some prophets, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. And for the edifying of the body of Christ. So, anybody who's reflecting on that light, they let their light so shine and they follow the Jesus Christ. They're not the ones who I want to follow. They're not the ones I want to mimic. I want to mark the perfect hand and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. And when they follow Jesus Christ, I'm knowing i going the way, the truth, and the life, which is in Him.
2: When we return to this word power and we think about power resting in our guts, the soul force resting in our guts. This is how we discern those voices that will not lead us astray. This is how we can learn to prioritize the kingdom of God over the kingdom of flesh and blood. This is how we can make sense of what is an idol and what is the falling fresh of the the Holy Spirit. This is how we can begin to discern what's it look like to do justice, what's it look like to resist evil, what's it look like to set the captive free. But if we're not using our discerning spirit spirit and participating in community and continuing to show up we will miss the point we will be on the receiving end of the prophet's declaration how do we locate ourselves in our gut not our head not our heart but our gut work with the stirrings of the spirit to discern the reality that each of us, no matter what we have done, God created us good. But when we turn away from our goodness and when we turn away from the reality that we have a power, a soul force power. That's how Jesus becomes an object of worship, something that's distant and far away, rather than the subject of what it means to live a full and free and faithful life. Jesus was poor and marginalized, and I would like to say he was probably stinky. He hung out with the outcasts. He hung out with those who are on the other side of history. And somehow this is the Messiah that we come and worship and attempt to embody day by day by day. How do we sink into this gut, soul force, this light of Christ that is within us and embody what it means to set each other free? I don't have an answer. I just mostly have questions for y'all. how might you go deeper and embody what it means to be a follower of Christ, not just merely a Christian?
0: Almighty God, thank you for this opportunity to pray together, to reflect once more on the word that you brought to us. Thank you for GA and for Dustin and for their faith and for their witness to you, Lord, be in our prayers, be in our thoughts, be in our hearts, in these moments of reflection. Prayerfully review your past week. What are you thankful for? Where did the Holy Spirit move? As we consider how we may have fallen short, ask yourself these questions drawn from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Do I disobey God in anything? Do I insist upon doing something about which my conscience is uneasy? Am I defeated in any part of my life? As we look at the week that is to come, ask yourself these questions drawn from the sermon and the scripture text. How do you locate yourself, your soul, and your gut? When you look back at your week, who are you really following? What are you doing that will set your neighbor free? Almighty God, thank you for this opportunity to reflect upon your love and your grace, to reflect upon our call to be your people in this world. Fill us now, Almighty God, with your power. Fill us with your wisdom. Send us out into your world to be bearers of your gospel, to carry your good news, and to show everyone your love. We pray all this in your Son's holy name. Amen. Before returning to the busyness of our weeks, Let us reflect once more upon Micah chapter 3, verses 5 through 12. Thus says the Lord concerning the prophets, who led my people astray, who cry peace when they have something to eat, but declare war against those who put nothing in their mouths, Therefore it shall be night to you without vision, and darkness to you without revelation. The sun shall go down upon the prophets, and the day shall be black over them. The seers shall be disgraced, and the diviners put to shame. They shall all cover their lips, for there is no answer from God. But as for me, I am filled with power, with the Spirit of the Lord, and with justice and might. To declare to Jacob his transgression, and to Israel his sin, Hear this, you rulers of the house of Jacob, and chiefs of the house of Israel, who abhor justice and pervert all equity, who build Zion with blood and Jerusalem with wrong. Its rulers give judgment for a bribe, its priests teach for a price, its prophets give oracles for money. Yet they lean upon the Lord and say, Surely the Lord is with us. No harm shall come upon us. Therefore, because of you, Zion shall be plowed as a field. Jerusalem shall become a heap of ruins, and the mountain of the house a-wooded. Height. Thank you so much for praying the Yadkin Examine with us today. As you go out into your day, into your week, I invite you and encourage you to keep all these questions before yourself, to continue to ponder where God is at work in your life, and to come back on Wednesday when we pray the Yadkin Lectio, to come and join us on Sundays in worship. Uh, either on YouTube or in person in downtown Yadkinville, North Carolina. And also to join us next Monday as we come back to the and to join us next Monday as we come back to the Yadkin examine. Until we pray together again, I wish God's blessings upon you. Go in peace. Love and serve the Lord. Amen.